Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We welcome in now the voice of the LSU Fighting Tigers, Chris Blair. Chris, this gives us an opportunity to get off talking about a toe, uh, something that we've been doing for an hour and a half and never spent so much time talking about a toe in my life. Chris, how are you? <laughs> good. I'm good, guys. Happy to give you some relief. There you go. LSU, Bama, Saturday. Is there much to be said? I mean, it, come on. Top 10 showdown. This is going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great, and this is something I'm sure that all of us here and uh, everybody listening saw coming months ago, and uh, it's come to fruition. We're going to be playing for the top of the SEC West in the first weekend in November. Um, it's, it's just been quite amazing. I, I don't know many people who thought it. Certainly people outside Louisiana, uh, the national media, I think most people had us at five or six wins. Um, and, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know that you could blame them. Uh, when you look back at that bowl game in January in the Texas Bowl and just over 30 scholarship players, I mean, it was a massive rebuilding project. But uh, I tell you, it's, it's been exciting to be around Coach Kelly, his process, his staff, everybody that's been involved. Uh, and to see these guys buy in, you know, it's easy for me to sit here now going into week number nine and tell you that I saw this coming. I didn't see it happening this fast, but I got to tell you guys, you'd have to just not pay attention to see how this is being built from the bottom up. Chris, what was so funny, we, we had on coach and I brought up to him what was happening, you know, in Vegas. And he was like, hey, Mike, uh, I didn't come to LSU to win seven games. And he was sort of defiant about that, that, you know, hey, listen, I'm not here to win seven games. Um, and whatever happens, happens. But has it really been the story? been the fact of what you've been able to do from week one till today, the rebuilding of the offensive line, two freshman tackles. Now, when you watch Ole Miss to have both of them have two freshman tackles is remarkable, but that's just the way the game is today. But really the story has been Jaden Daniels and his progress as a passer. We saw his rushing skills. We saw his ability to be elusive and make plays with his feet. And they've never had a, a, a quarterback that can run with that type of speed at LSU, never. Uh, and now his passing and him trusting his receivers uh, has all come together, and it gives LSU more than a punch a shot here against a good Alabama team. And even I think Nick Saban would say it. They've been disappointing this year. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Mike, I, I mean, when I look at this team, I look at what Jaden Daniels has done and his progression. And I think back to, you know, the first game of the season, we kind of figured out then this guy can do some things with his feet. Um, you don't want him to have to do that every game because there's going to be defensive coordinators and defensive players in the SEC, you know, licking their lips to get a hit on a quarterback. I think what you were trying to see is eventually you want to be able to use the run when you want to use it uh, and not when you have to use it or, or you're forced to use it. And I think that's the progression we've seen with Jaden. 
And, you know, Coach Kelly told us all in, in August, um, once he decided that Jaden was going to be the starting quarterback, there's two qualities he liked about this guy. One was he was coachable in practice, coachable during a game on the sideline, and he was also had the ability to put the last play behind him, good or bad. It's time to go to the next play. And he kept saying that, even when, you know, everybody was – uh, clamoring for, for maybe somebody else to get a shot at quarterback. And, you know, I look at the last four games for Jaden Daniels, and I include the Tennessee game, which I think he was one of the few bright spots in that game. But just the progression, it, it leads me to believe, yes, he is coachable, and yes, he doesn't get rattled. And, you know, now I think you're at a point, back-to-back 500-plus yard games for LSU, which is the first time they've done that since the college football playoff in 2019. You're able to run when you want to run, design a run, fool the defense a little bit. He was the leading rusher against Ole Miss, but it wasn't mostly because plays broke down. It was designed runs. And he's also you know, throwing the football and has some trust now and confidence in his receivers. The play, the 34-yard touchdown to Jeray Jenkins against Ole Miss was kind of the moment, the aha moment for mm-hmm. me that he now trusts these guys. He threw it into basically double coverage, and he trusted Jeray, who has great hands, to go make a play. And, you know, as Coach Kelly said many times, sometimes it comes down to guys just making plays. And on that specific instance, Jeray made the play. And I think that just lifts Jaden's confidence now that if they call this play and we're looking for these looks and this defense and you're going to let the ball go, I think now he has the comfortability of knowing that nine times out of ten, his guy's going to make a play. And why shouldn't he? Yeah. Kayshawn Booty, Malik Neighbors, Jeray Jenkins, Jack Bess. Uh, Mason Taylor. I mean, the list goes on and on. So I think all of this is aligning, to borrow a phrase from Coach Kelly, uh, at the right time. And, and that's, again, why I think it's not a huge surprise if you followed this team every week and looked at the small progressions they've made. Here we are battling for the top of the SEC West. Chris, uh, you called the game last year, LSU-Alabama, and LSU was in there, I mean, uh, to the end. Uh, but one of the things I remember talking to Coach O about this, and he had said, you know, one of the things we cannot do is let Bryce Young break containment. Let's force him to throw the football from the pocket. Now, he hit a couple big plays early in that game. I remember one to Jamison Williams. But for the most part, LSU was able to sort of collapse things on him and not let him run around. And uh, Archie Manning probably had the best comp about Bryce Young. He told me, Mike, a lot of people have to go to Wikipedia, but he said, um, just taking a look at you, I know you got a few years on you. He's our generation version today of what Fran Tarkenton was in the 60s and 70s. And I'm thinking about what Coach O had told me, how they played him, trying to contain him from getting away from the pocket where he can make a play on the move I think that is a key because the receivers aren't as good as we've seen in years past. Now, Jameer Gibbs, now he's a next-level guy. He's an unbelievable football player as a runner and a receiver. But the straw that turns the drink there is Bryce Young. And you cannot let him run around and make plays on the move. No, I agree with you. And I think Coach Kelly will talk about it tonight on his radio show, the fact that there's a fine line between simply flushing a quarterback out. Well, most times that maybe is a good idea. Bryce Young's not one of those. Nope. Um, and he's a lot like Fran Tarkenton. You go, for, for all of us, you can go Google yep. it and watch him run around 25 yards and eventually throw it downfield. And I think LSU, to, to, to Coach O's credit and that team's credit, they did a great job of basically putting a fence. They geo-fenced Bryce Young. Yep. 
you know, they, they got pressure. They made him move, but they didn't let him just go out there uh, and, and, again, keep his eyes up. He, he was able, you know, a lot of times he's able to keep his eyes up because he's moving the pocket and he's extending the play. But if you've got people breathing down your neck and you're only allowing him to go so far, don't let him stretch to the boundary, eventually he's going to have to start looking at you uh, if you're providing pressure. And, and I think there's a fine line between keeping him in the pocket uh, again, not allowing him to just sit back there and, and go through the progressions, but also not just immediately forcing him out. Because to your point, he will extend plays and find a receiver, or he'll have the ability to just tuck and run, and there goes 12 yards, there goes 15 yards, first down, and they keep moving. So I think that's the key. And and then Jameer Gibbs, he's kind of the guy that, to me, is the is the linchpin in this deal. Because if you can get the proper pressure and keep him hemmed up, that is Bryce Young, I mean, his big escape valve is going to be Jameer Gibbs. And that guy, when he gets the ball in his hands, can take that five-yard or eight-yard dump pass and immediately go 70-plus. Chris Blair, the voice of the LSU Tigers. Chris, this is kind of a out-of-left-field kind of question, so bear with me. But we had Jay Johnson on last night, and I asked him if, if – because he interacted with Brian Kelly quite a bit. And I asked him if their personalities are the same. And he and Jay kind of – I don't want to say dodged the question. He kind of took it as a – as if I was saying that that I think that that's true. Do you think that they're personality-wise, they're similar? And also, uh, Scott Woodward, he's made the hires now of Jay Johnson, Brian Kelly, uh, Kim Mulkey, and they all seem to be to have a similar personality trait. He likes detail-oriented people. Is that fair? Yeah, I think uh, you know it's no surprise if you look at you know the coaches that have come into the major programs here at LSU, there are all those similarities you just talked about. Um, I think Coach Kelly, with the experience he has, I think the biggest difference between Brian and Jay is that there are different parts of their career yep. where, you know, Brian has a system. It's been tried and true. Uh, he's closing in on 300 wins in Division One football, which is the most by any active coach. And, and, and you put the system in place and you hire the right people and that should take care of it. I think Jay Johnson is kind of where Coach Kelly was, let's say, 20 years ago, where it's all about detail. It's all about not missing the little things. And it's 24-7, how do I make my baseball team better than everybody else's? Brian's been through those battles. Kim Mulkey's been through those battles. Now they just put their plan in place. But as far as attention to detail, and caring about the little things, because if the little things don't get done, the big things don't get done, they're all very similar in that way. Chris, here's the crazy part. You know who's had the biggest rebuild? We didn't talk about him. Matt McMahon, LSU basketball. Look what happened when he took over and how he's been able to piece that together. That story has really not been fully told of what he inherited, what he lost, and what he's been able to piece together it really has been as big a story as you can get. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got the luxury. My office is next to Coach McMahon's in the basketball wing here at LSU. So since day one, I have seen the hours. I have seen and heard what is being done. And, again, it's very similar to all the other coaches I talked about. I mean, there's – you know, you wonder how people are successful, and then you start to look at successful people in similar fields, and you'll start to find out, wow, they do that. And they do that. They also do this. And, and Matt's in the same mold. I mean, it is, it is nonstop. We have got to get this thing headed in the right direction. And the job he did just assembling a roster, as you pointed out, has been just remarkable. And I've had a chance to take in several of the practices. And this is a salty team. You know, again, I, it's much like – 
Coach Kelly, I mean, people said to me, what do you think LSU is going to do this year? Well, I had no idea. There's so many different variables as to winning a football game. They're not easy to do. But I know they're headed in the right direction, and if a couple of bounces go their way, they, they may surprise a few people. I, I actually feel the same way in the SEC with Matt McMahon and LSU. He, he's put together an impressive roster. These guys play, and just watching him coach, there's one voice, Mike, one voice. You go to practice at LSU, those guys hear one voice, and it's Matt McMahon's, and this is what he wants done, and this is what he needs them to do. And I think that's exactly what the doctor ordered going into this season. Chris Blair, the voice of the LSU Tigers. Have a good call Saturday. Thanks for the time. Thank you, Chris. No, guys. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Let's have some fun Saturday. All right, baby. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.